I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good morning! Ad-free shows, podcast heat. We got a WWE creative-ish community, House of Wrestling, and everybody else in between. Come on in. We got a big episode here today on rumor and innuendo ad-free shows. First and only daily pro wrestling news podcast. It is me, House of Wrestling, Nick Hausman, joined by me, Robert Karpolis, WWE creative-ish, also host of Wrestle Roast. Somebody was mad at me that he's like, why aren't you ever mentioning Wrestle Roast? I'm mentioning it at the top. Very proud of them being part of the rumor and innuendo family. Yes. Hey, look, I'm a big fan of Russell Rose. You guys have been nice enough to have me on several times. I don't want to sit here and roast the roast. There's no reason to roast the roast. We're not roasting roasts. We're embracing the roast. We're all about positivity here on Rumor and Innuendo. And the lineup today, nothing but positive, happy stories across the board. Right, Nick? It's yeah, going to put all on your face for your Wednesday. Ugh, nothing, nothing but uh, nothing but positivity here today. Yeah, guys, we're going to jump into today uh, the concern about Brian Danielson after some scary photos came out of him uh, from AEW Collision uh, that was taped yesterday. We also have some news on WWE cutbacks on house shows and the home video business. Uh, NXT was last night. They teased a big return coming up here for Deadline. Another talent off of deadline due to injury. And of course, at the end of the show, if we have time, we'll talk about Billy Corgan and the CW. We'll see if we have time for it. Uh, and of course, the comment section is open wherever you're watching us. If you're watching us on YouTube, jump in the comment section. If you're watching us on Twitter, Twitter Live, as we know, thousands of you do, you can leave a comment in the tweets. I think you can reply to the Twitter and we can pull those comments up here on the show as well. So if you want to go ahead and experiment with that, Try it out. Uh, the comments like I love how old though, man you just sounded. By the way, you're like you can reply to the Twitter. <laughs> you know, here's what here's what you do, kids. You tick the talks and you take your 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 touts and you and you put them in to the vine 
And that's how internet works. Um, but the comment section is open over on YouTube. Derek McLean says, "Woo, yes, thank you, Derek. We will get to Ric Flair later. Don't worry about it. We have some some thoughts on that, man." Uh, all Don't right, worry. No uh, Derek McLean's comment didn't cost us anything because he's one of our sponsors of the show. That's it right. It balances out. YouTube is paying us for Derek to be on the show. So if Derek does anything that crosses any moral lines that's on the sponsor right i don't think i should say that about youtube i think they'll kick us off if, if i say things like that hmm. yeah because we're the most controversial thing you'll find on youtube ah yeah absolutely well uh we got a lot to get into let's not waste any time uh at wrestleblog underscore they put up these photos coming out of the collision taping last night you see brian danielson in the ring he's got his eye patch off he's bleeding from his eye the doctors are checking on him blackpool combat club is out there checking on him very scary sight, especially considering the amount of injuries Brian has had. And, of course, we know he's dealing with that broken orbital bone that's healing right now, um, getting getting ready for Wrestle Kingdom. He wants to commit to everything here right now. Fightful, within the past half hour, has put out an email, or a blast, I got it in an email, whatever, an update, saying that this uh, situation is an angle that was done um for whatever reason so how do you how do you feel how do you feel about all of this robert so when i first heard the the story so collision was taped last night it'll air on saturday i'm sure tens of millions of you are going to be tuning in based on those numbers but they said oh brian may have re-injured himself or he cut his eye or something coming off of this orbital injury and my first thought was what a shame that brian is even risking injury being a part of this tournament, wrestling on a taped show for this uh, this triple crown title, I feel like if you're only going to get another year and change out of Danielson as a full-time wrestler, you need to start modulating how you're using him, when you're putting him in the ring, knowing how fragile he sort of is in some regard. Part of the reason he wound up in AEW was WWE, I think, was a little tentative to really use Brian the way that he truly believed that he should be used because they knew hey this guy is not 100 percent, and he's been on the shelf a couple times now in aew if they keep extending his contract for injuries he's going to be on the roster till 2060 but if this is a storyline which i know uh sean ross Sapp and his crew over at fightful are reporting it's surprising to me because i remember when aew put out all those rules a couple months ago that they were not going to be using concussions as a storyline and this feels very close to that line of we know that he had a serious injury. He's been wearing an eye patch. And then you end your show on this. I would imagine the people who were there live in person didn't think, what a great storyline. Can't wait to see what happens next. It's more, oh, no, did we just see the last of Brian Danielson? Yeah, and I and if I'm I may be wrong, but I believe they were talking about concussion selling, right? Like they didn't want to have like yeah. spot. They didn't want to have a spot where it was like somebody faking a concussion um, because of the reality of the situation and when people getting confused, they also didn't want their medical staff being confused by wrestlers portraying symptoms for something that could be very real. They want to kind of keep that. If it's happening, keep it real. Um, so, you know, again, if this is all an angle, it would seem the medical team is probably in on it and they're not being caught off guard by anything here, but from the fans who are watching it, I mean, again, uh, you were talking to me about it this morning. I jumped over onto my socials. I found the photos. 
multiple websites reporting on this all over the place. Everybody jumping to the conclusion that Brian Danielson actually got injured again because of comments like here from Matt Buswell, who says just cover Danielson and uh, just cover Dandelion. I'm going to wonder if that's a typo or not. Let's pretend you wrote Danielson. Just cover Danielson and bu- bubble wrap until Wembley, because that's that's the concern is that this guy is injury prone and is it a distraction from what he's doing that people are more concerned about these injuries and the story around that i mean he'll be fine as long as he doesn't wrestle okada again i feel like every time he wrestles okada he gets hurt but those guys aren't touching again right no 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 there's not some huge event in japan or anything that would present them as a centerpiece for for some oh oh my god i forgot they're facing off at wrestle kingdom robert they have they have a match here in about a month Brian is a one-man Mr. Burns softball team. Every potential injury that can befall a man when you don't want it to happen, I feel like happens to Brian here. It's, yeah, I, whoever uh, put the comment up, uh, Matt Buswell said, you know, wrap him in bubble wrap, do it. He is so valuable to your show and your brand. And based on the reports that we've been talking about the last week, back in the locker room as a, a leader, uh, uh, a law and order man, someone that people respect, you need to get the most mileage out of this guy as possible. Maybe don't have him wrestle on a tape show on a Tuesday night in front of, based on some of the photos I've seen, a slightly sparse crowd. Well, and the crowd shots are starting to become their own story, too. Don't think that that's been lost on me because everybody saw these photos of Danielson and he's sitting there and he's getting tended to. And everybody's like, oh my God, this guy's brain is bleeding out of his eye socket right now. And there's maybe 1,200 people there, right? Is what it like looks like. You know, and then I saw another video coming out of collision of Kenny Omega wrestling. I don't really know the match. I don't want to get into spoilers or whatever, but he was dropping. Yeah, the I don't want to spoil angel. it, but I, did, I saw that video. Yeah, dude, it's like and I get it, man. Like if that part of the venue is not going to be on camera, it's not as important to fill it with people. But at the same time, if you're a wrestler just trying to perform and trying to get into that moment and you look over and half the place is empty and you're putting your life on the line. Like again, like what people thought was going on with Brian, it, it, you know, it goes back, I think into some of the frustrations we were talking about on yesterday's episode. It's debilitating. Uh, again, I mentioned I was uh, associate general counsel for the Florida Panthers. We used to have games where fans got their own section and it's, um, it's demoralizing when you're watching it on TV and you just see an empty arena and AEW is doing everything they can to mask that and hide that, but it's becoming a more systemic problem. And you don't want your production having to worry about how do we hide empty sections of crowd fans, you know, fans, crowd fans. It was a weird phrase. You want them to be worrying about how can I put the best show on possible? Well, one thing that has been a bit of a distraction for AEW rest recently and has admittedly turned off some wrestling fans to the product is the inclusion of Ric Flair. Now, Tony Khan, obviously not immune to this criticism. He lives in a social media space, it would seem. Uh, he was talking to the New York Post about Sting's retirement match. Now, I want to try to put this comment in, in the correct framing here because I don't want it to sound like Tony was being grilled about the allegations against Rick or any of that feedback or blowback. They're just really talking about Sting's uh, retirement match and then Flair's inclusion in it. And so at this point, then Tony drops this very interesting line that has been picked up from everywhere. He says, we're not paying Ric Flair. Ric Flair is essentially paying us. 
we're getting paid by Woo Energy for all of his appearances. So we're collecting revenue from them. And then according to an AEW spokesman, and this is from the same New York Post article, Flair has a separate talent agreement in place with the company outside of the sponsorship deal that compensates him for his work. So the collaboration is seen as mutually beneficial to both sides and that Flair's inclusion in AEW did not, it was not a factor in whether or not Sting was going to continue wrestling, not continue wrestling. These two things were just not connect. These things are not connected, but Sting is very loyal to Ric Flair, was open to it and, and welcomed the decision with open arms. So you obviously very interested in Tony's response here and comment about Ric Flair and the agreement he has with AEW. What grabs you with this one, Robert? So first of all, it sounds like they're paying for Rick as like an adult daycare that, you know, you guys are going to babysit him for two hours a week. <laughs> we're going to pay that money. So we know where, where nature boy is. This is the degree of stupid that exists within the confines of, of this particular quote. And, you know, we love and respect Tony Khan, love him. but this, this sort of quote highlights why maybe don't let him do a lot of media. Because he's answering a question that you were not asked. And yes. as an attorney, you're always trained when you put someone on the stand, you never ask them a question you don't know the answer to, and you want them to be as precise as possible. The answer of Ric Flair being there is Ric Flair is a legend. He is a 16-time world champion. He is a Hall of Famer. And he has chosen to come to All Elite Wrestling and represent our organization, and we could not be more thrilled. Instead, he positioned this in the same way if WWE had flow main event of WrestleMania as a referee because Progressive paid them a lot of money. That's a great story if you're a publicly traded company to say we've leveraged the sponsorship deal and now you're going to have Chucky on TV because we're cross-promoting sci-fi. It's Ric Flair. He is the Michael Jordan of professional wrestling. You don't need to make it seem like we got a great bargain on this. They're paying us for Ric Flair to be on TV. It doesn't help anyone, and it's disrespectful to Ric Flair's legacy. I know we were critical of that Flair promo, but we said if you know how to use Flair properly and you keep him penned in and you keep him pre-recorded and you keep him within the lanes, he has a tremendous amount of value wherever he is. This is demoralizing, and it's damaging to his reputation. And this sort of quote is Tony trying to throw his hands up and absolve himself of these embarrassing situations. Okay. I, I, I would uh, again say I would not be touching Ric Flair with a 10 foot clown pole right now in the pro wrestling space, because I do not see the added value unless you are making so much money off of this deal that it is, you, you cannot turn it away. Then I don't know because the, the blowback we're seeing to Flair being involved already kind of the summit of negative publicity. I know you're saying, okay, well how much response is going to care? What are the fans like? Whatever, dude, they are losing the cool factor war to WWE in every way. It is not one thing. This is one of many things, and it is just not helpful to have Rick in that mix right now. You know what I what I interpret from Tony saying with his comment is, look how much money we're making. Right? There's a lot of questions about the viability of AEW as an entity. He's saying, guys, look, I understand. There's reasons people may not want Ric Flair here right now. But you know who you do want here right now? Brian Danielson, Adam Copeland. And those guys, I can't pay their salary for unless I find creative ways to bring millions of dollars into this company. And Ric Flair, the deal we are getting on Ric Flair is plus money for us, right? Which I understand. But how much negative money 
are you getting from fans that are just like, this is not what I want. This is another thing I'm not interested in. You are losing the cool factor word of WWE. You don't need to say it in the first place. Again, they're not a publicly traded company. We talked about the amount that they supposedly generated in revenue this year as a gross, not a net. But this is yet another piece of, it doesn't make me watching the show feel better. Imagine if WWE was saying, Logan Paul was here because Prime is paying us a sponsorship. And that's why Logan Paul was wrestling and has a title. No, Logan Paul was there because he's an attraction. He's a star and people are excited to see him. I think people could have been excited to see Flair in some capacity, depending on how he was presented, but making it seem like he's the Geico gecko and they're getting money from being on there doesn't do anybody any favors, especially when he's now married to one of your biggest storylines. Listen, I I, I want to see Flo. I want to see the Geico Gecko. I want to see the, the the guy from the insurance commercial with the emu, the Limu emu, right? That's the battle royal we want. You know, the Legends Battle Royal. Remember that? Every love the Legends Battle Royal, WrestleMania 17. Where's our sponsorship mascot battle royal? Tony Khan needs to get on that. An insurance, an insurance mascot battle royal. Uh, wasn't L.A. Knight doing insurance commercials with Flair before? Like, there we go. <laughs> yeah, we that's get Shaq true. with the general. We we are we are sitting on a gold mine here, Nick. Get Pritchard <laughs> on the phone. Pritchard, I think you know that's the thing. Tony's like, this is a really good idea. I got to beat the other con to it. I think this thing might happen on like an AEW zero hour or something like that. Yeah, it'll be on a Ring of Honor taping that you have to pay to watch the insurance battle royal, which yeah. we know will be won by Mayhem. Johnny Disco here in the comment section. Yes, book it. And if it, and if it's Johnny Disco saying book it, you know it's a good idea. That's Johnny Disco. Big time stuff. Okay. I, well, I don't, this took a weird turn in a hurry. Oh, no, but took here the best we are. Turn. This is why you're here, guys. Took the best turn. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, Tony Khan... He was not done saying things yesterday. He had one other thing to say. This thing far more positive. I actually think this thing is actually pretty cool. Uh, he took to social media to announce that longtime TCM host Ben Mankiewicz will be Tony Storm's guest ring announcer for tonight's AEW Women's Championship match against Sky Blue. Um, we also had Michael Burgett jump into the comment section and say, one thing I love about tonight's Dynamite, TCM's Ben Mankiewicz is introducing Timeless Tony Storm. Given Ben's granduncle wrote and directed all about Eve, which I did not know, but that movie is supposedly the basis for what's going on with Tony and, and Mariah May yes. and a few others. Yo, absolutely. I love everything about this. I love this as 
Tony embracing that they are part of Warner Discovery, which I don't think they capitalize on enough. Outside of the occasional Shark Week promo, or they had a Rick and Morty ad for a while, you are part of one of the largest media empires on the planet. Pull every lever. Use everybody you have. Using Ben Mankiewicz here for this Tony Storm character, which I think is one of the best things AEW is doing by far, is an absolute home run. This is incredible, and I cannot wait to see how they blow it. Uh, two quick items here uh, from AEW before we jump into the WWE stuff. First of all, uh, Jack Perry, who is off TV, uh, he's filed with the USPTO for the trademark to Jungle Boy. And Sammy Guevara, who is also off TV, he put out a vlog with his wife, Tay Conti, announcing he is cleared to return to wrestle and that his baby is very ha happy and healthy despite being 8.4 ounces, which is big for a baby. And you could kind of hear the exasperated, like, <laughs> in Ty Conte's voice, who, you know, just had to birth this larger baby than I think they were expecting. So anyway, a little, a couple updates there on some folks that are off of AEW TV, but probably will be coming back here sooner than later. Good luck to the uh, attorney who's handling the Jungle Boy IP claim. I don't know if it's Michael Dawkins. I know Dawkins handles a lot of those. He's a great guy. Uh, but I feel like Jungle Boy is a very common term, especially in entertainment. I'll be curious to see how that goes, but I'm I'm pulling for him. And if it means we're one step closer to Jack Perry coming back as Jungle Boy, then it means one step away from having to hear him cut heel promos. I'm all Man, for it. I am fascinated to see what happens when Jack Perry comes back to TV. You know, with as hot as Punk is right now in WWE, him, the Bucks, Cabana. You put him with the Bucks. That was the thought I just had. Do you put Jack Perry with the Bucks? Dude, if you're going to do this Bucks camp thing and do it, hell yeah, put Jack Perry in there. Anybody, put Ryan, put Ryan Nimeth in there. Put the Zigglers in there with the Bucks. Anybody who ever had a half ounce of issues with CM Punk that became public, put Mega in there with the Bucks camp, right? Like, just really, you know, she could be the Bischoff of the group. You know, really lean into whatever they think. This public narrative is about him. Hell yeah, I'd put Jack Perry with the Bucks. So at the end of the day, the stable is going to be the entire company against FTR. Uh, that's yes, I think at the end of the day, FTR and Danhausen. God bless him. Then FTR yeah, get every penny you can out of that Woo Energy drink because you might need it if that's what we're going with. <laughs> have you tried the Woo Energy drink, by the way? No, Robert, I have not tried the Woo. Have you? Here's what I'm going to say, folks. If you're listening to this, we have a hashtag now, by the way. It's hashtag RIPod. I want you to hashtag that you want to see Nick Hausman live on the air drink a Woo Energy drink during our broadcast. And we will do it next week if we get enough folks tweeting about this using hashtag RIPod. And Nick Hausman will drink a Woo Energy drink on the air. Yeah. Yes, and. Yes, and, my friend. Because that is what I am trained to do because I fancy myself an improviser. <laughs> yes. You and, uh, you and Colt Cabana. Oh, man. So is there WWE news going on today? There is, Robert. It's funny you should say that. There is WWE news that we have afoot. Um, I wanted to start off with some business items. Uh, I know there's some big NXT stuff here coming out as well. Um, first of all, here, I'll flip this a little bit. First of all, yesterday we talked about um, WWE Home Video UK coming to an end and just kind of generally how the idea that um, WWE could be out of the DVD, VHS, Blu-ray business altogether. Um, I finally heard back from a higher up at WWE yesterday who issued me the following comment 
putting an end to an era. They said the home video business has long been in decline and it will no longer be a place where the company dedicates time and resources. On top of that, at the UBS media conference, TKO COO, Mark Shapiro had the following to say about WWE house shows. He states, while there's a reason to have them because it's good for the brand, we're building an audience. We're putting them on in C and D counties. So we're really stretching the brand and we're amassing a greater array of eyeballs from all demos. So it's good for our long-term growth. From a margin perspective, they are dilutive. So there's probably an opportunity as we go through our efficiencies and our synergy option opportunities to cut back on some of those non-televised events, which of course will push our margin up. So we're going through that exercise now. So we know that we are not going to be getting any more DVDs, VHSs, Blu-ray. That that division died yesterday officially. And now it looks like the next thing on TKO's list here of places to make cuts and improve on their margins are house shows. That's, dude, in a 48-hour period, that's, I mean, taking a machete to some red tape here right now. It's unfortunate to hear that just because a lot of people's fandom, my included, was built on the home video market, going to a blockbuster and being able to rent pay-per-views because you didn't want to spend $20, $30, $40 as an eight-year-old kid to watch WrestleMania, uh, and going to house shows. When you're in some of these smaller markets and you see the wrestler in front of you, especially as a child, you're locked in as a fan for life because it becomes a, a seminal moment in your fandom when you're there. And those house shows are a hell of a lot of fun. The guys are a lot looser. The matches are longer. You're, you're up close and personal. I think they're very important. But on the other hand, you don't need them to sell merchandise anymore. You can go online and get the merchandise. People are, are wise as they get older that house shows are out of continuity. They don't matter. They don't count. So when you're going to see a WWE house show, it's kind of like going to see Cirque du Soleil. You're going to see the performance. For kids, it's a hell of a lot of fun. But the overall value that it adds to the WWE when looking at the cost of routing and gas and lodging and all of that, I can see where TKO is trying to cut uh, a little bit of money. And I'm sure that the way that wrestlers' contracts are structured right now, they'll still be pretty well compensated without having to worry about, you know, what's the house in Peoria? Um, for a lot of reasons, it was really, it was, it was tough to break a lot of this news yesterday and report on some of it because I am so nostalgic for that era, much like Robert saying, like I was a kid who went to the video store. I found SummerSlam 91. It was a bright yellow box that had these flashy colors on it, looked way over the top. And that was the show that got me into it. Matilda, the bulldog. I don't know why. Just the fact there was like a dog involved. was just like very weird and fun to me. Um, so I will miss the VHS business. I understand it. Uh, all of that stuff now becomes more collectible. So hang on to it. Go get your autographs. But as far as the house shows go, man, yeah, dude, I was a I was a child uh, just outside Houston. We used to go to the Houston Summit all the time. I jumped out of my seat here for just a moment to walk over because I figured this would be a good time to share some of my classic photos from early 90s WWE house shows. You can see Yoko Zuno here. This is me. I was just over the entrance ramp right there. Right. Let's see. Is there some other? Oh, I assume you were here? in the back row, and Yoko was still that big. Yeah, dude. Yoko Zuno was a beast. Let me see if I got. I got some cool ones in here. I got a good one of Brett. I grabbed these very last minute. I didn't even think about it. Here we go. Oh, this is a. Uh, this is Kane, and this is a. Uh, this is actually this is from I think an In Your House. This is Kane and Vader. That's at the Houston Summit. All right, here's the house show stuff. This is Brett 
This is Bret Hart. He's wrestling The Undertaker there. I had front row seats for that particular house show. I mean, there's just a hot. This is turned into your hot. grandfather doing a slide a slide presentation. By the way, guys, I hope you're all you hope you're all enjoying it. Oh, uh, on on Con on on Conrad's podcast, he has these like put up. We're just holding it up to a screen that looks like D'Lo Brown. <laughs> that is the nation oh, of domination. That look at yes. that. That's the that's the nation right there. And I'm flashing my my rock. I'm like, dude, nation of domination. You rock. <laughs> when I think nation of domination, I think Nick Hausman. I'm sure this translates really great in podcast form. So if you don't catch the show live in video form, you can always then catch. You're, you're missing out. Yeah. All right. Anyway, WWE NXT was last night. Uh, there were, you know what? Uh, I really enjoyed NXT last night for what it's worth. NXT has become a very easy show for me to watch. I put it on the background. Two hours flies by very quickly. Um, let's talk about Wesley first. So Wesley comes out in the first half hour of the show. He's on crutches and he gives this promo. Oh, my God. He is injured, right? Has to, A, break the news that he's injured. He's not going to be on deadline. And he has this fantastic line about how about how supportive the fans are and how they've helped him with all their support and everything. But that's not going to stop the pain he's in or bring feeling back to his legs. Only surgery is going to do that. And I'm not doing it service. You got to go watch this thing. You could hear a pin drop in the performance center during this promo the man is crying very real tears um then out comes dom they set up this new match for deadline it'll be dom versus dragon lee with Rey mysterio in his corner robert as a as somebody who's been tasked with you know giving wrestlers lines watching those lines come to life what do you think when you watch something as powerful kind of as what we saw last night on nxt You you take a you take a person you turn them up to eleven you put them out there. Wesley spoke from the heart. It's clear that he is devastated by what happened here with this injury. His his career seemed like it was going great for a very long time. Losing his tag partner in the controversial way that he did, he could have very easily been marginalized. He could have been cut. He reestablished himself as a single star. This pay-per-view or this or this premium live event with NXT against Dom was a fantastic opportunity for him. He's been cooking with gas of late on NXT. And to WWE's credit, they did the Vince McMahon thing of if you can't give him something, give them something better. And in this case, it's Dominic Mysterio against Dragon Lee. Not only is it Dragon Lee, it's Dragon Lee with Rey Mysterio in his corner. So you're pulling in main roster stars you're pulling in main roster storylines that are going to take place on nxt and i feel like what dom and dragon lee do on that show has a chance to really steal that broadcast yeah uh i i agree man and when less when wesley comes back uh it is going to be a, a huge ovation for that guy and really kind of like a like what a weird what a weird saga it's been for the rascals the last two years. You know, those guys like watch him go from three to two to one. And now there's none. It's very odd. Uh, so I'm very optimistic about Wes uh, getting back into the fold. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. 
For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Also on last night's NXT, there was this QR code that they were putting up on the uh, the announcer's desk. And if you scan the QR code, it took you to a landing page that told you, um, we'll see you there at NXT deadline. And there's a video you can play that has a voice that sounds like Cora Jade saying, see you there. So after being off of TV for I don't know, whatever reasons may be, um, she'll be back. And in the mix here, it looks like a deadline. This is a great little bit of viral marketing. Hunter's doing he's wonderful with the QR codes. I love anytime they put those little things in there and, and make you pay attention to what's going on in the background or pay attention to a QR code, something hidden that makes you more invested as a fan. Now, I'm curious. I know there's a Shawn Michaels media call that's coming up for the NXT show. Are people going to show restraint and not try to put him on the spot and ask if Cora Jade's coming back? What are the what do you what are the odds people lean back and just enjoy the show? Or is this going to be your first question to Sean? Wonderful, wonderful, Robert. Segway. Yes, tomorrow afternoon is the Shawn Michaels media call. I will be on that call. We will talk about it more on Friday. I'll tease it again tomorrow. Uh, Cora Jade's on my list of things. I mean, but what do you? I mean, here's what I want to know. I want to. Uh, Look, and people can steal my questions if they want. I got other questions. I want to know about Okada. I want to know about what happened with Osprey, right? I want to know uh, the obligatory punk question, right? <laughs> you put him over on the last call. Did you see this coming? How do you feel about punk back? Can we expect him in NXT? That's always very good. But I think the I think Okada, I think the Okada would be the buzziest question to ask uh, Shawn Michaels tomorrow. Well, Sean talked about Okada in the Sports Illustrated article as someone that he wants to see in WWE, didn't he? Yeah, that's true. We did give a quote about it. Okay, Osprey goes to my list next. See, this is the thing. I haven't done my I haven't done any prep. I've done any prep. Yeah, but then even the Osprey question, but even the Osprey question, it's gonna be a matter of, you know what, he's really talented. He's great. We got a lot of talented guys. They're really great. We're happy for everybody. Sean's gonna give a very good political diplomatic answer. Here's a two-parter. Here's my two-parter because I'll put him on the spot with some stuff I've heard, which was that I had heard that Osprey was being, you know, the, one of the the carrots they were dangling in front of Osprey was that he could be like the big elephant of NXT Europe, which would keep him in NXT. You know, and I've talked about this on the show, right? He could stay in Europe. He could be a part of that, help build it up, make the transition to the main roster, play with him in that way, just kind of keeps him in the mold, work with people that he likes, has some terrain. He can be more creative. So I want to know if there was any validity to that, like what the conversations were like with Osprey and what is the future of NXT Europe? Because you can kind of get a couple, you can get a couple stories out of that. I think that's why I'm more interested in the Osprey angle on the Shawn Michaels call. Yeah, I, I think that would be, that would be interesting to, to hear his take. Or you can ask him why he has the Undisputed Era picture. Oh, damn. That's another good one. I should just bring it up out of nowhere. What do you, hey, Shawn, they're talking about doing Bucks camp. You hear this? What do you think of this Bucks camp idea? Would you? Yeah, I don't want to tell you to give advice to Tony Khan right now, but like, you know, good idea, bad idea. How'd you book it? Right? I'm sure he'd love that question. Oh, I'm sure he'd be. He'd be. He wouldn't see it coming. All right. Lastly, here to close out the show, it was a great night for the women of NXT last night. I thought they had multiple very good segments, a lot of very good action. Nikita Lyons. Much anticipated return happened. She came back last night, took out Blair Davenport, looked great. And in this moment that went viral instantly and flooded my timeline to the point I said, I'm going to write an article about this because everybody's talking about it. Lash Legend 
body slammed Otis. And it was just very well done. This man flew at her off the ropes. She picked him up. She got her balance. She met, she saw her mark. She planted this man perfectly and then did a little leap. It was great. I, you know, after a very, let's just say, rough start for Lash Legend as an in-ring performer, she is growing on me. I love that you had this moment, and then on Raw, you had Maxine Dupree lifting Tazawa over her head, doing squats. So we might not be getting intergender matches, folks, but we're getting these little moments. And if this is your thing... What a what a great day this is for you. This is your Christmas, guys. Hey, it's a great era right now, everybody. Uh, and unfortunately, we are at time. We will not be getting to Billy Corgan in the CW today. I know there's more. Maybe you should ask Sean about that tomorrow. Oh, you know what? That's not terrible because NXT got the CW deal. And, you know, obviously I've reported quite a bit on what was going on there. And I had heard so much about the NWA's deal with the CW. Can you talk to me about what you know about their deal, sharing space with them, and why you think they were moved to the app? Also, thoughts on Machina Part 2. My hope is you ask Sean that question, and he says, I'm sorry, we're out of time. Which, yeah. coincidentally enough, I'm sorry, we're out of time. Yeah, well, we are out of time. No Billy Corgan, but hey, come back tomorrow. Maybe we'll get to Billy in the CW and the NWA. Um, but one thing you are going to get here on Rumor and Innuendo very very soon, next Tuesday, uh, the 12th, the day that the Iron Claw embargo lifts, and everyone can freely talk about it, Chavo Guerrero, who is in the film, who is an executive producer for the film, will be on the show talking all about the Iron Claw, working on it, training Zac Efron. We'll ask him about a couple other kind of pro wrestling news items. And uh, well, you guys, you know, look, we're doing this live. You'll be able to jump into the comments section and ask Shavo questions as well if you want. So please come back. And uh, if you like the show and you can't catch us in video form on all the many X and YouTube platforms we are on, we are very easy to find on all of your podcast platforms. So if you want to help the show, subscribe, rate, and of course, leave a comment. We are already loading up on comments right now. It is definitely helping us find more listeners. One great comment we got over on iTunes came from Robocrack. Thanks, Robocrack. <laughs> Robocracks. Robocrack writes, this is exactly what I have wanted for a long time, a daily wrestling podcast that focuses on rumor and news that I don't have to pay for. Great show all around with two hosts that I truly trust and enjoy. Keep up the great work. Well, among our many qualities, Robert, we are free. We are free. Thanks, Robocrack, uh, who I believe WCW paid to have on air as part of their reciprocity deal in the early 90s. Uh, I also will plug once again, hashtag RIPod. Next Wednesday could be Woo Wednesday for Nick Hausman, where he may have to drink this on air if we get some feedback on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but until then, Nick, what do you what do you want to plug? You want to plug Nothing. anything else? I'm at Nick. I'm at Nick. Go to houseofwrestling.com. H-E-U-S of wrestling.com. We got all kinds of stuff. We'll have more stuff up there soon. Just just go visit the site. I don't want to talk. I, I, I'm somewhat, I, I don't know why I'm getting bright red right now. I feel embarrassed at the thought of having to drink a Ric Flair woo energy drink next Wednesday. Well, now I'm even more excited. Well, on behalf of the hatted Nick Hausman, I'm Robert Karpolis. Best of luck 
in your future endeavors.